Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Suzanne Bertolis, author of Angels Say It's Time, is an angel card reader, a channel, and an intuitive healer. She's a Holy Fire II Reiki master teacher, the creator of Angel Fire Reiki, as well as a 74-card deck of Angel Encouragement Healing Cards. Suzanne now teaches what she has learned from the angelic realm to the students who are guided to her. Her channeled readings can be seen on her Angel Intuitive YouTube channel. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Suzanne Bertolas. How are you? I'm fine, Sherry. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am really... I'm really so appreciative of the messages that you will be bringing forward during our interview. I have done some research watching your beautiful YouTube videos. I am really, really grateful that we can speak at this time because I I think that what you have to offer is urgent. It's an urgent message for all light workers out there but we're going to back up first Suzanne tell me a okay. little bit about your work I do Reiki healing work I'm a, a Reiki master Holy Fire 2 and I work directly with the angelics and they um, started working with me when I was just coming up to taking my second level of Yusui, Ho- or Yusui Reiki Yusui and, Reiki uh, that's kind of when Okay, go ahead. Yasui is a type of a type of um, Reiki that many people are familiar with. with but um, but if I'm not familiar with Reiki, it, if I'm not familiar with it, tell me what it is. Yasui is the um, where it came from in Japan. So um, that is the name of the master that created the original um, the original Reiki that people were trained with. I now, see. I I truly believe that it goes far way beyond or way before anybody like on this planet you know what i mean at the time mm-hmm. um i believe way back in history jesus healed with his hands okay yes. so that was before reiki was introduced so it's been a, it's been a process that's been evolving over you know years and it's something we can all tap into and um i was just kind of guided to it a few years ago and it just changed my life when i took my training I see. I see. So the your Reiki, you are now a Reiki master, and you've also created a Reiki? Well, yeah. I um, Once the angels started working with me directly, uh, I didn't take training for, for working with the angelics, and that's something that people need to understand. Um, I wasn't really drawn to learning it or looking into learning how to do Reiki with angels, they kind of came to me and started um, communicating with me in the Reiki room. I'm a visual person. I can see through the veil. 
So um, every once in a while, I would see one come forward, or um, I would hear, you know, direct guidance in where I was supposed to go with my client to do specific healing in a specific area. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of evolved from there to the point where they now they'll utilize my body and and kind of step into me at times to have a stronger connection to the client. They actually need to have a physical connection mm-hmm. before they can work with a client. So that's, you know, it's kind of different. It sounds a little spooky, but it really isn't. Angels are, are um, a very highly refined energy. So yes. light from the light source. So yes. um, they need a conduit to be able to connect with a, somebody who needs healing. Yes. So that's how I started working with that's them. Right. And and now I would love for you to talk about the amazing the amazing angelic experience that you had when you were just going through your level 2 Reiki training. Would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um it was very humbling. I have to say right off the bat, um yes. if you see an angel with your eyes open, I mean they they can present themselves in whatever form you're um you feel that they would look like, okay, so that you're comfortable. However, most people think of angels with big wings and flowing gowns and that kind of thing. And uh, what had happened was I woke up through the night and opened my eyes and there was the angels had opened a portal above my bed. And um, I had a huge ceiling fan. It probably had like a a seven-foot span from tip to tip. So that was spinning. And I've realized that ceiling fans tend to create a portal as well, okay, just for people out there that are listening. So uh, previous to this happening, I was trying to send distance Reiki to a friend of mine who actually suffers from Lyme disease. Mm. So... I thought before I went to bed, I would send her some Reiki. She was coming to see me in the morning for a treatment. But I actually doubted that it was that you could do it. I didn't to, totally believe that you could send Reiki through the veil and it would actually get to its target. You know uh, what I mean? So that's I was, so great. I was doubting that. Yes, yes, yeah. I get it. I get doubting it. it. Right. Yeah, so what they said, my angels thought, well, we better teach this girl that it really does does work when you send Reiki or energy through the right. ethers, right? So right. it opened this portal, and um, when I opened my eyes, there was my angel, and she was to the right of me, above me, and she was, I don't know, maybe seven or eight feet tall at that point, and she was beautiful, like gold, fluid, looking like, um, what's the word, when you can see through, but you can't really see through. Translucent. Translucent, right. yeah, she was right. translucent. And she had huge wings, and, you know, I was just blown away by what I could see. But again, I doubted it. I doubted what I was seeing. So I thought, well, if I close my eyes and open them again, and she's still there, then uh, it'll be real, like I'm really seeing this, right? Yes. So they're telepathic, of course. And I mentioned this in my book, that they already knew what I was thinking. So I closed my eyes for maybe a second and opened them again. And the room just burst into like brilliant, like light. It was so unbelievable. There was not only was there my angel who I, I understand now she is actually an archangel. Um, it was about 15 feet tall. And then there was thousands of angels around her and a crystal city behind her. It was too much to even comprehend, like just so very humbling. I started crying my eyes out when I saw this. Mm. Um, and I saw that vision for another three or four seconds, maybe. And I saw that my client 
was at the feet of my angels, mm. and um, they were healing her. Mm. And then in the next second, I was the angel. And oh. I have since learned since then, and I haven't even told anybody this, is that that was my highest self, that, that 15-foot angel is an archangel, and that's who I am, I guess, at the top of my stream. And I've only just learned this. I haven't even told anybody. Oh. Um, but when I think about that now, it's even more humbling to that they presented themselves to me like that and that I was able to see such a phenomenal thing, you know. I mean, you can see through the veil at times and see spirits and things like that, but to see the angelic realm and the crystal city and the just the amazing amount of love that you feel that radiates towards you is unbelievable. I had to wake my husband up. I was bawling. It was that Aww. humbling. And now tell me yeah. how this how did this infusion of light and love and clarity, how did it change your life? How did it change your practice? Well, nothing else seemed to matter after that. Like, um, when you see an angel, everything changes because you know what reality is as you perceive it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it changed my life. I knew I was here I knew the reason I was here was to help people heal and get better mm-hmm. and to be a spokesperson for the angels because I speak my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I've never been one to hold back. And I think they know that yes. about me. So yes. um, they kind of called me to do this. And, and I'm at the point now where I'm not worried if people think I'm a little crazy. It doesn't matter. I know my mission. I know why I'm here. And they just keep adding to it and adding to it you know at first it was healing now i'm teaching other people how to um to learn reiki not only reiki but um how i work with the angels when i do reiki oh and that was something i was trying to say for more advanced classes but when i start with my level one no they want me to tell people right off the bat how i work with them Uh. so that's what i've started doing so how how perfect because this podcast is called how to connect with angels. So, mm-hmm. Suzanne, tell me, what are some of the steps that someone who's listening right now, what are some of the steps that we can take to help us to open that channel? Um, I think, first of all, you have to truly believe. If you don't believe in your heart, and I saw that on your website, that believe is a big part of your it's huge. your uh, movie. Yes. Yeah, right. And um, if you don't believe, they will, they'll know you're not ready. So they won't connect or you won't see the signs. If if you're a non-believer of this kind of thing, it won't, you just won't see it in your reality. If you want to connect with the angels, they will be more than willing to come down at your, at the level you're at and grow with you. They won't want to scare you. They are big. They're not all fluffy and feathers. Like there are, obviously we have wings, right? Yes. But um, they're, they're pretty adamant creatures like they they have a message too everybody's evolving together so they want us on the right track and they will steer us if we're getting off track the biggest sign that the angels will give you is your own intuition and your your um your your own sense of knowing when you see something if you're asking them for a sign and you see something or you hear something and it answers your question don't doubt it uh. and the more you do that the more they will engage with you and give you more answers. As soon as they see you're participating and you're paying attention and you're getting their information, they will give you more. Mm. And that's how you can keep broadening the channel and, and allowing for more. 
information and more right. love. Yeah. They're channel messages from the angels that you are compelled to share on YouTube, correct? Right. What they what they do is they um they show me circumstances in my own life or they let me be the observer in a situation on a bigger scale. Yes. And then they they just I don't want to say download because everybody uses that. Everybody <laughs> says download and it's they becoming do. very like repetitive. You know what I mean? But they start streaming. Let's do it that way. Okay, streaming they start is streaming great information. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I what do. they do. And they'll and I'll just have this deep sense, okay, I've got to do this. Uh-huh. And if I question it, they'll just make it more more uh, of a stronger like you got to do it. They'll make mm-hmm. it feel more urgent. Mm-hmm. So I just don't argue anymore. That's right. why sometimes I'll have a YouTube video that will come up out of nowhere, put your wings on like the one you were talking about. Right. And get out there. Let's really talk about this amazing message that you have to communicate from the YouTube video that you recorded on November 23rd. It's titled, New Perspective for Those Who Hold the Light. What's that all about, right. Suzanne? I'm going to try and remember this because this is what happens when they give me a message or I do a reading. Yes. It's in the moment yeah. and I do it and then they remove that information from me because I don't need to hold it. Ah. Otherwise, I'm holding everybody's baggage. Do you know what I mean when I do readings and that? But mm. I do remember that one because it was it was an urgent message. I was seeing a lot of people on Facebook and they were showing me all these um, different teachers and masters that were kind of getting too much into the drama of Facebook and some of them were walking away. Some of them were saying, I'm no longer going to be here. Well, Facebook is a platform for us to get our our messages out. First of all, Um, I learned a lot on Facebook. I've connected with a lot of other healers through Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. There is a negative downside to it, but as a teacher, as a healer, we have to remove ourselves from the drama and rise above it and be the observer of what's going on and not walk away when things look rough or get tough or we feel uncomfortable. We're made to feel uncomfortable so we can understand what the collective is going through. But we're not to attach ourselves to it. We're to remove ourselves from it and hold the light for the people that need it because there's people that aren't connected to the angel, the angels or to their higher selves or the stream of, of um, beings they have that walk with them every day, they're stuck in this. And I want to say the matrix. I don't want to say the matrix, but I'm going to say it. They're stuck in this game that's going on. And as soon as you step back and look at what's going on around you, like it's a movie, Uh life changes and you start thinking differently. Yes. And I started doing that years ago. And and you'll look at people and go, well, what the heck? Why would they pick that for their their part in this big thing? (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that's why I did that. That's why I did that message was that I was starting to see other teachers that I respect and follow. Yes. Step away from their people that are following them. We're supposed to be here to hold the light and give hope. That's the big thing. Give hope to people and keep reminding them that there is help beyond the veil for us. And just because they don't see it or they don't feel it doesn't mean it's not there. That's exactly I've right. I've seen it. You've thousands of angels, thousands, like yeah. thousands. It's crazy. Waiting and we to be all asked. Have our angels Waiting. That are with us. Yes. Go ahead. 
waiting to be asked. You're right. They can't help us unless we ask them to. They cannot intervene. Now, what, uh, what I'd like to tell you, because a lot of people might not know this, um, a lot of us have heard that, oh, there was a call by Mother Earth and we've come here to help. That's true. Okay. There are a lot of very high angelics here in physical bodies helping. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of us work in our dream time as well. And this is something that's just starting to come forward now. I wrote about this in my book two years ago and didn't quite understand it at that point. Um, but I do understand it now. I know on the other side, a lot of us who are light workers on this side are light workers on the other side. And the next dimension completely affects this dimension here. So we go into the other realms, and this is what I do. I'll tell you, I stand as a pillar of light in disaster areas. And I'm, I don't know, maybe 20 feet tall in my angelic form. And I can be standing witnessing like an earthquake where, and this happened to me not too long ago, and I was actually in Syria. I don't know if it was an earthquake or if it was a bombing or something, but I was seeing buildings crumbling on top of people and people were dying. But I was disconnected from it. But I was standing there and I was just holding the light because there has to be a balance of positive with the negative. There's light workers and there's light warriors. And there's a lot of like um, in their dream time, they will help people and they will rescue people. I've rescued children before. And I, you know, I stand there and hold the light. I have watched souls that are crossing from one dimension to the next or going into the light, I've stood there as like a beacon for them to come towards me and then turn and cross the bridge and dissipate. You know, like it's amazing once you start to connect and you believe and you you just have that deep sense of knowing what your purpose is here, how much that you will be able to see when you are in your dream time. And you're not really dreaming. You're actually physically doing things on the other side and you're just consciously aware of it. And that's something new that's starting to come forward and people are starting to talk about that. Something that occurred to me when you were talking about being available as a pillar of light to the other side and being able to be a witness to negativity and darkness. How do we as human beings with a soul purpose mission, how do we strengthen our own light so that when you say something like stand you know up as a pillar of light no matter what the destruction is and you're talking about terrible terrible destruction that i personally don't go oh my god that sounds so draining (laughs) so how do we stay strong suzanne um you know what that's a really tough question to answer because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. I know I try and, you know, I try to detach from things that I see. Um, I scroll past things on Facebook and on the Internet. I don't watch television, first of all. The only thing I'll watch is, like, the music shows because I like music. Uh-huh. Um, but not videos, like X Factor and The Voice, that kind of thing I'll watch. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have television on. What are the messages that the angels want us to hear? The most recent message I got from the angelics was yesterday, and that was that we need to hold compassion in our heart when we speak our truth. That was the one that I I did the other day. Um, We need to become more compassionate and heart-centered. Okay? Uh Um, There's too much going on around the world that triggers us 
uh, and it not only triggers us, but it triggers our family members, so it causes conflicts. We have to try to look for the lessons um, that we've already been through, and when the trigger comes to set off that lesson again, to realize we've already worked through it and let it go and move forward. Each time it gets easier. Yes. But, um, yeah, we just need to stay compassionate. We There's a lot of atrocities around the world. A lot of things are coming to light since this last um, election that went through and even prior to that. Um, we can't, as much as people are trying to help by um, standing up for their rights, and I agree with that. I'm not saying don't stand up for your rights. But going at something to stand up for your rights in a negative way with anger, purpose, because you're not putting, that's right, you're not putting light forward, you're putting negative energy forward. And that's what we're trying to get rid of. So a lot of times it's better to just, in my opinion, see what's going on, check it, send some light to it, and try to move past it. Mm-hmm. We can't save the world, you know, one person can't save the world. We can't save, you know, every, everybody out there that's going through horrible things. We have to focus on the ones that are around us and the people that come to us for help. Yes. The people that actually want help. Yes. One of the, one of the things that I was told um, several years ago when I went for a reading, actually, from this young guy, and um, he asked me what I wanted to know. And I said, I just want the message from my guide. And he said, okay. So he did. The, it was a ruin reading. And the message my guide to me was, Suzanne, stop giving people the answers. That was my message. People need to go through their lessons and they need to learn, right? So Mm -hmm. when we try to help people by giving them shortcuts, they don't learn their lesson along the way. So I've had to really work at that. So, But that was a struggle for me. And that's where my book came forward. My book is called Angels, They Say It's Time. Because that's what they said. Angels, they say it's time. Okay. Yeah. they, They said to me, Suzanne, it's time for you to start stepping out there. That's exactly what they said to me. I opened my eyes. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? Right? So my book was a way for them to allow me to help people that were seeking help without telling them directly. I could, I I got their messages, their channeled messages. There's all kinds of topics in my book. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. That needed to be discussed that the angels gave me information for. But Mm -hmm. it was a way for people to come to, for me, sorry, to come to me for help instead of me pushing it on people. Got it. Title of the book is? Angels, They Say It's Time. Angels, They Say It's Time. And it's available on Amazon. Um, It's on, yes, but I prefer that people either... um, order it directly from my publisher, which is Balboa Press, and that's the sister company to Hay House. Okay. Uh, how I started communicating their messages originally was through writing and, mm-hmm. and singing, and I've done a lot of that for people connecting that way, and I've been very fortunate to be able to do that, and I love music. Um, and, uh, so that's, and where you know, are your CDs, Suzanne? Where um, are the su- CDs? Well, I have, on my website, actually, I have... Um, People can listen to them. If they truly want a CD, I do have some and I can mail them. I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. Downloading, mm-hmm. I don't know where they could download it. I, I'm not on any of those real sites. Like I said, I don't really push my stuff too much. Well, we are going to invite it. people to listen because your music is absolutely beautiful. What a gorgeous Thank voice you. you have too. And then just you. lovely, lovely, lovely writing. And 
lovely book. I love the YouTube videos. Can we subscribe then to your yeah, channel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You... <laughs> That's what That's I want. What we'll I want do. people to follow me. Um, follow me, just, please. If, if they go on to my website, okay, which is SuzanneBertolis.com, there is yeah. a link there that will take you to my YouTube channel, and then they can just hit the subscribe button. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have access to 80-plus messages and then an ongoing stream. They also guided me to create um, a deck of healing cards. So there's 74 channeled messages in my Oracle card deck that I do personal readings for people. And when I do my readings for the YouTube channel, I use my own deck. Occasionally, I will use somebody else's, but my deck was created to help people heal. And that's one of the things that the angels are here to do is to help us, you know, unblock deep hurts and deep wounds and things like that so we can live a freer life. Mm. So when I do readings, it's not about fortune telling. It's not about your future. It's not about this. It's about you have this to deal with. So deal with it. Uh. And they're pretty blunt, especially when I do personal readings. Um, Sometimes I cringe when I send them because I'm afraid I'm going to insult people, but I give the message that they are meant to hear. And I always hear back, oh my God, you were 100% right. (laughs) What I'll do is on an evening when my husband isn't here, it's nice and quiet, Mm -hmm. and I will um, sit down with my deck and I'll I'll utilize some of my other decks when I'm doing personal readings as well, but I record it. So generally they get about an hour, an hour worth of a recording Mm -hmm. um, for my reading. And sometimes they pull 25 or 30 different cards in a combination of like my two decks I have actually that I've created and then numerous other ones that I have. Tell me about mm-hmm. the clients that you have and the work that you do with your wig shop and um, with your Reiki. Yeah, I do. I have been a hairstylist for 32 years, which I don't do anymore, but I opened a wig shop about 10 years ago now, I guess. Um, well, close to that. Um, and I help cancer patients or women that are losing their hair. I yeah. know how important that is for women. And I was guided to do that by my mom when I was 18. And I've just stayed with it. So now I've kind of graduated to wigs. So when women come in and they're dealing with cancer, I recommend that, hey, you should look into Reiki. I don't push it on them. Right. I just say, do your research. And then they come back sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll help them with that. I also find women, um, sometimes when they come to me for a reading, they find out I do a reading, then they come for Reiki or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm finding, Sherry, honestly, yes. is the angels are guiding to me um, women that are needing to step into their own power right now. So they're coming to me to learn how to do Reiki. They're coming to me for um, readings so that they can move past things in their life mm-hmm. and just different you know, many different ways that they come to me, but they're bringing me women. Mm-hmm. And they're all like in their 40s, 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. you know, that generation mm-hmm. where they say, you know what, I've done this my whole life. And now it's time for me. But women are starting to understand that now. And with the feminine energies coming in, it's just making it harder for them to ignore it. So the angels are steering people to me. Yes. And they don't know why they end up here. Yes. And they'll tell me that. I don't know why I'm here, but and I'll say, well, I do. <laughs> I just want you here, you know. Oh. So it's kind of cool. I love my work. Is there something else that you're bursting to communicate? Um, there's something on it. Well, on a personal level, I guess would be yes. that there can't be competition. And this is something that comes through to me from the angels all the time. Oh, I love is hearing that. As that. healers, 
as masters, as teachers, we need to help each other. So don't be afraid to like send your clients to another healer. And I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. I will send my, my students, my clients, my friends to this person and that person and this person and that person. And I share their stuff. But a lot of times I find it isn't reciprocated, Mm -hmm. which is fine because I know whoever needs to come to me comes to me. But I just see that competition out there and it needs to stop because that's causing division. And that's what we're trying to get away from. So if you're a healer, if you're another master, or if you're a teacher, there cannot be competition for financial gain or for ego, which is saying, I want to be the head honcho here. It can't work like that. We have to help each other. Yeah. And that's partially why that, that whole video came out. Put your wings on, like step up to the plate here and do what you're here for. Suck it up. It's (laughs) not about you. We're here to help everybody else it's it's time as you said it's time and stand tough I've loved it's true. I'm with you babe Sorry. I'm with you we have we, this is we why are, I work with the angels and they know I'll say what I need to say for them I love know? I love that I love that and I so appreciate all of these messages and I so appreciate what you do I really am glad that we have a chance to get your message out there and to help people to find you and to be trained. Well, I really appreciate it. Yes. It's a, it's a, I appreciate that you've done this. Well, there we go. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels where you can listen and subscribe thank you so much